0: Judging ourselves can be a bit like a placebo. We think it's helping us a lot, but really it's not actually doing anything for us. And when we let go of it and separate it, we start to feel a genuine sense of confidence because we finally have our own backs. Thinking on the spot is all about letting go rather than doing more. Like I said before, it's not a skill you build through control and planning and pushing harder. It's a skill you build through being willing to let go and release. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much so much for tuning in. I am Jess. I'm the host and creator of the Art of Speaking Up podcast. I'm a career coach for women who work in the nine to five and corporate space. And this podcast and all the work that I do is designed to help ambitious women build confidence, develop a really effective communication style, and thrive in their careers as they, you, rise into leadership. I used to have a career in the nine to five space and this show was created because I felt like there was really a lack of honest conversation out there about the struggles that we face as women in our professional lives. And I wanted to start more of that conversation and share career advice and wisdom that was super honest and real and transparent because a lot of the stuff that I was finding was really surface level. And that made me feel like I was the only one struggling with imposter syndrome and struggling with what felt like bigger, deeper issues. Then I felt more alienated and more like I was the only one who felt that way. And this show was my attempt to open up that conversation. And I fell so in love with this show that eventually I left my nine to five career, which was a really hard decision. I was not one of those people that was like, I can't wait to quit my corporate job I loved my corporate job. I was very successful. I became an executive in my early 30s. I was thriving and growing and getting promoted and constantly getting messages from recruiters and having so many really interesting, upwardly mobile career opportunities come my way. But I fell in love with this show, and I decided that I wanted to do this full-time, and that's what I do now. I'm a career coach. I podcast full-time. I support my clients both through my one-on-one private coaching and also through my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy, where I help my clients build confidence and develop a really powerful voice. And that's what I do on this show. So if you're new here, welcome. I'm really excited about the topic of today's episode because it's a topic that I have so much personal experience in, and it's a topic that comes up for me. Every single time I record a podcast episode, and that is the topic of thinking on the spot. This episode topic actually came by request. So one of the incredible women that is on the Art of Speaking Up weekly newsletter that I sent out asked if I could record a podcast episode going deeper into this topic, And I definitely can because speaking on the spot is something that not only I teach inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy, but that I have a ton of personal experience with through my endeavor of recording nearly 300 podcast episodes and also through my experience in improv theater, learning to let go of trying to control the outcome and learning to embrace the unknown and the uncertainty that comes when you commit to speaking off the cuff, speaking in an improvised way, responding in the moment. And I know that this can feel like a really hard thing to do. And I think one of the reasons that it's so hard is because it's the type of skill that requires you to let go of control rather than grasp tighter onto control. So there are some skills that I feel like we can muscle our way through, right? And we can try harder and push harder. But with thinking on the spot, it doesn't quite work that way. When we try too hard and we push too hard, then we put a lot of pressure and stress on ourselves, and then it's hard to concentrate and be present and think on the spot. So this is one of those skills that's all about letting go. And if you identify as type A or a control freak, which is I totally do, I'm in that camp with you, that's why I'm kind of like chuckling a little bit. But if you identify as type A control freak, like want to kind of plan it out and push really hard and make sure everything's buttoned up and ready to go, then you probably know the way I certainly know through my personal experience is that skills like speaking on the spot and skills that require you to let go (laughs) rather than hold tighter onto control can be one of the most challenging skills to develop because we like to know what's coming and we like to push for results in a way that feels really certain. And to think on the spot, you have to leave all of that behind. But the cool thing about thinking on the spot and speaking off the cuff is that you can get really, really good at it. I used to struggle with it big time. I struggled with it so much that I have an entire podcast episode, which I will link in the show notes, that I recorded. And it was all about how anxious I would get when I would be in a room with coworkers or like in a virtual meeting back when I was in my corporate career. And it was a bunch of new people in the meeting and they would say like, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves and share a little bit about ourselves. Like even that simple act of having to think on the spot and tell people who I was and figure out what to say would bring up such an enormous amount of anxiety. And I have an entire episode where I dive into all of my anxiety around that experience. I will link that episode in the show notes, But the cool thing is that I don't struggle with thinking on the spot at all anymore. And part of the reason that is, is because of all the practice and exposure that I've had. So recording and hosting this podcast has been a huge space where I've developed my ability to think on the spot. I do not script my episodes. I honestly barely even plan my episodes because my best ideas come when I give myself creative freedom. So the most I ever do for an episode is bullet it out. If it's kind of a complicated thing that I'm sharing and I want to make sure I don't forget a step or I don't get overexcited and forget something important, I will bullet out the main ideas. That's the most planning and scripting I do, though. And for the majority of my episodes, this one included, I have nothing in front of me except my microphone and my recording software. So I'm quite comfortable thinking on the spot. Another thing that really helped me was taking improv classes. I got to practice letting go, practice failing, practice trusting, practice stepping outside my comfort zone, and that helped me build so much confidence and so much comfort with the unknown. That is why I do a lot of improv-based speaking exercises with my clients inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy because I know through my experience taking improv classes That the more you practice and the more you do it, the more you see that it doesn't have to feel so scary and that you can figure out a way to relax and get comfortable when you're put on the spot and the spotlight is on you and you haven't planned what you're gonna say, but you have to say something. And in today's episode, I wanna share with you a few tips that will help you get better at speaking on the spot. But I'm just gonna warn you before I get into them that you're not gonna like some of them, or at least I think you're not gonna like some of them. I could be totally wrong, but like I was saying before, I'm someone who is a recovering perfectionist recovering type A, recovering control freak. So I don't really like tips that require me to let go of control. And most of what I'm going to be sharing in this episode requires you to let go of control. And like I said, the thing about thinking on the spot is that you can't muscle your way through it and hold on and grasp tighter to trying to control the outcome. You have to try to let go. But the cool thing is, Even though letting go can feel so terrifying and scary, it comes with freedom. Because when you have the courage to just let go and see that you can survive and you'll be okay, even if you're not controlling and planning every little thing, and even if you mess up or fumble then you start to realize that you had it in you all along and that you were trying to plan and control way too hard and that your genius and your ability to contribute on the spot is so much more powerful than you were giving yourself credit for, right? Because when you're trying to control or plan what you're going to say, it comes from a place of not believing in your gifts and talents and your genius. And so when you always try to control the outcome— You never get to show yourself just what you're capable of, whereas when you're willing to step into the spotlight and let go of control and learn and practice speaking on the spot, you get to see the brilliance that's in you. You get to see that you're capable of coming up with something. You get to see that you can answer the hard, unexpected question, but it starts with being willing to let go of trying to control the outcome, and also believing that you can stretch yourself and do it. And I'm gonna share some practical tips to help you with this. Before I dive in, if you're new here, I mentioned my newsletter, and I wanna invite you to sign up for it. Every week, I send an inspirational email with tips or advice or encouragement to help you thrive in your career, and I am so often getting feedback that my notes that I send are so supportive and encouraging. Honestly, the best way to get on my newsletter is to sign up for my free resource library. This is where I have a ton of free resources. I have unpublished podcast episodes, I have courses on executive communication, I have ebooks, I have audio courses, all designed to help you go deeper into your journey of finding your voice, building confidence, and really succeeding in your career. You can get the free resource library by heading to JessGuzett Coaching.comslash free resources. I will put that in the show notes. And once you sign up for the free resource library, It'll add you to my newsletter. So it's a win win. I will drop that in the show notes. And now let's talk more about thinking on the spot. Okay. So when it comes to thinking on the spot, something that helps me is the show, The Amazing Race. Uh, I've been binge watching The Amazing Race with my partner. We really, really like it because. It's a reality show that has kind of a positive feel. I feel like a lot of reality shows are very adversarial and there's a lot of conflict. And while that can be appealing to watch for so many different reasons, there's something really nice about reality shows that are a bit like softer and a bit more positive and a bit less focused on humans fighting with other humans. And The Amazing Race, even though it's a competition, it has a really positive spirit. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it, especially if you're into travel, because it's basically a show where the contestants are in one giant race around the world and every leg takes place at a different city across the globe. It is just such a fun show to watch. But anyway, I always notice that as it gets towards the end of The Amazing Race and as all the contestants are getting closer to the finish line, a lot of them will take some of their belongings that they've been carrying in their backpacks for the entire race and start to throw some of them away because they realize that they're getting close to the finish line and that they could get into a foot race with some of the other contestants. And so they want as few possessions weighing them down as possible. So they start to get rid of some of their belongings so that they can be agile and fast. And this is a really great analogy for the mindset that you want to get into when it comes to thinking on the spot, because thinking on the spot is all about letting go rather than doing more. Like I said before, it's not a skill you build through control and planning and pushing harder. It's a skill you build through being willing to let go and release. And just like, you know, the contestants on The Amazing Race or really any time in your life where you have to like get rid of your possessions, right? But there's not that many times where we really have to do that. So I think The Amazing Race is a great example. But I'm sure it doesn't feel fun to discard your belongings, right? Like I'm sure that there's a part of them that's like, ah, like I don't want to like throw away my possessions, but they're willing to do it for the purpose of going faster. And that's why I want you to think about thinking on the spot I'm going to be advising you and encouraging you to let go of certain things, and those things are going to feel hard to let go of, right? Just like it's probably hard to lose some of our possessions, leave behind some of our possessions, but there's a purpose to it. It's going to make you more agile. It's going to make you able to cross that finish line. So there are a couple things that you want to let go of in order to get better, thinking on the spot. And and if you're anything like me, and if you share some of my personality traits, you are not going to like the first thing (laughs) that I'm telling you that you need to let go of. But here goes. The first thing that you need to let go of, if you want to get better at thinking on the spot and speaking off the cuff, is you need to let go of the desire for it to be perfect. In other words, you have to be fully 100% on board with making quote-unquote mistakes. When I say mistakes, I mean fumbling your words. I mean saying something in a way that you don't think is super eloquent. Basically speaking in a way where you're thinking, okay, if I could rewind that and do it again, I would do that differently. Trying to get everything perfect is incompatible with thinking on the spot. There are two things that you cannot do at the same time. Just like the contestants on The Amazing Race, they cannot run at their fastest speed with all of these belongings in their backpack. That Those two goals are at odds with each other. Similarly, the goal of effectively speaking off the cuff and the goal of not making any mistakes, those goals are incompatible with one another. They cannot exist together. You have to choose one. And I suggest that you choose the goal of being more effective at thinking on the spot and letting go of the desire to avoid mistakes. When you're trying to avoid mistakes, it has you taking yourself out of the present. Instead of being in the present moment, listening to what's being said, and trusting yourself to respond, you start going to the future. You start planning. You start outlining. You start saying it in your head before you say it out of your mouth. And all of those things literally make it impossible to think on the spot. Because thinking on the spot is thinking on the spot. In other words, there's no time that elapses between the thought that comes to your mind and that thought coming out of your mouth. But if you're trying to filter for mistakes, when the thought comes to your mind, you're hitting pause, you're slowing down, you're figuring out how to say it, and then you're speaking. That is not speaking on the spot. You are no longer speaking on the spot if you're doing that. You have to be willing to just speak and trust, which means if you're human, you will make mistakes. Everyone does. But your willingness to make mistakes makes you more agile and fluid. And what you'll probably notice is a lot of people around you make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. I, you'll sometimes hear me make mistakes on this podcast. Some of them I edit out and some of them I don't edit out. You know, I edit them out so that it's easy to listen to, but I also want you to get a sense of how I speak and how I sound, and it's not always perfect. Don't hold yourself to a standard that you don't wouldn't hold anyone around you to. When you're willing to make mistakes, you can do more and you can go farther. This is a lesson I learned intimately in improv where, like, I love making people laugh. I love it. And I'm decently good at it. Like, often my role in a social setting is the class clown. I will make people laugh. And so with improv, the opportunity to do a skit and make the audience laugh is intoxicating to me. Like, I want nothing more than to make my audience laugh. and. I learned that if I want to do that, I have to have some scenes that are not funny and that don't go well and that fail and that don't go anywhere and that aren't that good. And what I noticed, especially when I was in the thick of taking improv classes, is I would go watch um, more experienced improv groups perform at the same theater where I was taking the classes. So I would watch people who had done improv for years. Their entire career was in acting and performance. Like, they were really good at this. This was what they do. And I noticed that even with those improv teams, they would have scenes that didn't go well, that they would cut off, right? But they would just keep moving forward. And then I realized, oh, this is not about that you become so perfect at being an improv performer that every scene is funny. This is part of the game. Part of the game is knowing you're not going to have a 100% hit rate. But if you want to have a hit rate that's above 0%, you have to be willing to show up and you have to be willing for it to go imperfectly. And this is where your effectiveness as a communicator is going to come from is acknowledging and deciding that you would rather play the game and have your voice heard and be a part of it and have it be imperfect than not be a part of it at all, right? I'd rather have some successes and some failures then no successes and no failures. And so the first thing you have to do is say, I'm choosing to open myself up to making mistakes when I speak. And so many of you I know are building confidence. You can't build confidence by avoiding mistakes. You build confidence by being willing to experience and move through mistakes. People who can fall on their face and get back up are more confident than people who avoid falling on their face because they're not confident in their ability to get back up. And I know this can be so hard. I know it can be so terrifying. I know when you're in a room full of people and you're feeling intimidated and you're feeling small, it's the last thing that you really want to do. But you have to encourage yourself through that and remind yourself that it's part of your growth and that these scary steps of speaking and knowing it might be imperfect are shaping you into a more confident, more effective, more powerful version of yourself. So that's the first thing that you need to let go of is the desire to get it perfect. You have to acknowledge and accept, I will make mistakes and that is part of this and what I share doesn't need to sound perfect. The second thing you need to let go of And I recommend you let go of this across the board, not just when it comes to thinking on the spot. Just let go of this everywhere, full stop. The second thing you need to let go of is judging yourself. Judging yourself. You might have the experience of judging what is coming out of your mouth while it is coming out of your mouth, right? So you're talking And part of your mind is focused on what you're saying. And then another part of your mind is focused on judging everything you're saying. Now, if you want to get good at speaking off the cuff, you have to notice that and you have to get better at stopping it. I know this firsthand from recording this podcast. When I first started recording, I would turn on my microphone, I would hit record, I would feel super self conscious. I would be telling myself how I didn't sound good, and I didn't know what to say, and no one wanted to hear from me, and I was embarrassing myself, and I would try to record a podcast episode with all those judgmental thoughts, and I would start to talk, and as the judgmental thoughts got heightened, I would freeze up, I would lose my train of thought, and I would completely get out of a flow. And for the first several solo episodes, not even the first like one or two, for the first dozens probably of solo episodes, it took me forever, forever to record because I was start stopping because of all my judgmental thoughts about myself. And it also took me forever to edit them (laughs) because the way they were recorded was I was just constantly stopping and starting over and losing my train of thought. And it was really, really tough. And I don't say this to like judge myself because I went through that. I think it's really cool that I was willing to keep showing up for myself and just keep figuring it out. But what I learned is that if I wanted my podcast recording to be smooth and pleasant and also not so labor-intensive for me to edit the show, I was going to have to stop judging myself because judging myself was getting in the way of me speaking in a clear and streamlined way. And as soon as I practiced muting and quieting the judgmental thoughts, I slowly built the muscle of being able to think on the spot and speak off the cuff in a much more effective way. This was something that I had to practice. It wasn't something that I instantly got good at, but it was something that I committed to doing because I wanted to be able to express myself more freely. And this is what I recommend you do as well. If you're judging yourself and criticizing yourself and being really mean to yourself, it's going to be really, really hard to stay with your train of thought. I know this firsthand. And to take this idea one layer deeper, I mentioned to you that you have to be willing to make mistakes if you want to get better at speaking off the cuff. Well, if you're going to be making mistakes, and you haven't yet gotten good at not judging yourself, then you will end up in these loops of making mistakes and beating yourself up. And those loops will take you out of being able to focus on what you're saying. It'll take you out of the present. It'll really interfere with your ability to speak off the cuff. And by the way, this is a really important point that I want to make. I didn't get better at recording this podcast because I stopped making mistakes. I got better at recording this podcast because I stopped judging myself for making mistakes. And this is so important, right? Because I'm not telling you that you need to get so, so, so much better and you need to be so perfect. In fact, trying to get so much better and trying to be perfect is getting in the way of the outcome that you want. The thing that you want to do more of is allow yourself to be imperfect, to not judge yourself when you make a mistake, to let it be messy. And ironically, the more you let it be messy, the stronger your communication becomes over the long run. And I think this is so hard because it's such a paradox, right? It's like, wait, by allowing myself to make more mistakes, I'm going to sound better and become a better communicator? And the answer to that is yes. And also, it's really important too to ask yourself if you have perfectionist tendencies, Are my perfectionist tendencies working to get the outcome I want, right? So is judging myself and trying to get it perfect working? If it's not working, then one of the best things you can do is open yourself up to try something that feels maybe a little bit unlikely. And I know so many of the women that I work with and past clients of mine have really struggled when in our coaching work we realize that one of their goals has to be to stop judging themselves because they are so used to doing it and they fear that judging themselves helps them perform and it helps them do better. But you really have to look at whether that's actually true and whether you are performing and are speaking in the way that you want to. Because what I find is judging ourselves can be a bit like a placebo, We think it's helping us a lot, but really, it's not actually doing anything for us. And when we let go of it and separate it, we start to feel a genuine sense of confidence because we finally have our own backs, right? I want you to think about this. Who's more confident? Person A, who is constantly judging themselves and being super mean to themselves, Or person B, who has their own back and is being supportive of themselves in their own mind, right? Person B is going to be way more confident. And when you're more confident, you're going to be more effective at thinking on the spot. So that is the second thing you want to let go of and take out of your proverbial backpack to lighten the load is judging yourself. You will make mistakes. You will speak imperfectly. You will say something and it won't sound the way you wanted You have to practice not going down a mental spiral of inner negativity because that happened. It literally just means you're human. Everyone does it. Literally everyone, unless you script every single word, which I don't recommend you do because then you will sound robotic, unless you script every single word, there is going to be mistakes. There are going to be fumbles, confidence, and the way that people perceive your confidence isn't going to come from not fumbling. Here's what it's going to come from. This leads perfectly into tip number three. It's going to come from recovering from the fumbles quickly. When you fumble, when you make a mistake, you want to just move the F on. This is one of the most valuable skills you can develop, both in the context of speaking off the cuff and in the context of life. So often, we make a mistake, we fumble, we say it weird, and then we stay there in our minds. We revisit it. Now, with speaking off the cuff and thinking on the spot, the one thing that'll sabotage you every time is taking yourself out of the present moment, right? And I mentioned earlier, sometimes you sabotage yourself by going to the future and trying to plan what you're going to say. Well, you also might sabotage yourself by going to the past And lingering on a mistake that you made and thinking about it long after the mistake has actually happened. What I recommend is that when you notice yourself doing that, you come back into the present and you let it go. You literally just let it go. Confidence as a speaker and as a communicator doesn't come from not making mistakes, it comes from your energy. There's a huge difference in energy between someone. Who makes a mistake and is stuck on it and lingering on it versus someone who makes a mistake and just moves on. I was watching, I think it was Survivor. I've been watching a lot of, I've been like binge watching a lot of reality TV lately, as you can probably tell from this episode, like old seasons of reality TV. I was watching Survivor and it was the finale. And it was filmed at the time live because they have that like live survivor finale where they announce the winner. And the host, I believe his name is Jeff Probst. Yes, Jeff Probst, that is his name. He said the wrong thing. Like he said his thing wrong. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't like subtly wrong. He just said it wrong. And he literally just like moved on and kept talking. And it was such a good example of, okay, this person, Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, he is paid to do one thing to be the host of this show. His literal job that he probably gets paid a lot of money for is to speak concisely and effectively and confidently. That's what he does, right? So we're comparing ourselves to him and you in your job Yes, you have to communicate effectively, but you are not a professional like national (laughs) presenter on television, right? So let's remember, we're talking about someone who's getting paid a lot and whose main career is how he speaks, and he literally just said the wrong thing. He said it completely wrong, and he modeled in such an effective way that it doesn't matter and that you just keep going. And when that happens, what we see is someone who's confident enough to roll with it and to just keep moving forward. And when they don't seem phased or freaked out about it, then as an audience, we don't get as phased or freaked out about it. And so that's what I want you to practice. When something goes wrong, you fumble your words, you say it wrong, like whatever it is, I want you to just channel your inner Jeff Probst and just keep going. I want you to try the thought, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And when you do that, you become so effective because your audience feels that you have the confidence to keep going And you also learn psychologically that you will survive mistakes, that you will keep going. That is where confidence comes from. Confidence comes from the knowledge that you can get through a fumble. It comes from the belief in yourself that you know how to get from point A to point B, even when something pops up and tries to derail you along the way. That is my definition of confidence. And when you're able to keep moving forward... Even though you made a mistake, you grow your confidence. Like I said, you're not going to grow your confidence by getting it right all of the time. You grow your confidence by learning to move things forward. And I want to give you a little homework assignment. I want you to try to find... Someone like Jeff Probst, because if you start paying attention to news anchors, TV presenters, game show hosts, all of the people whose jobs are to speak, like all of the people who their main job is to speak and to do it in a smooth and eloquent way, be on the lookout for them to make mistakes and say the wrong thing. And I want you to notice how they react and how they recover. It is going to expand your mind and crack open your mindset, because right now, You are probably holding yourself to a higher standard than like a national news anchor or someone who does this for a living in a really major, serious way. That is not a good standard to hold yourself to, right? Just like when I took improv classes and I didn't want to have to fail in front of people. And then I saw that The people who do this professionally, they've done this for years. They're so talented. It's all that they do until I saw those people making mistakes and realized, oh, I probably have to stop holding myself to such high a standard because I don't think the standard I'm holding myself to is attainable. And it's keeping me from growing and it's keeping me from finding my voice and expressing myself. (laughs) So, in summary, if you want to get better at thinking on the spot, you have to do three things. Number one, Let go of the need for it to be perfect and accept that there will be mistakes. Number two, judge yourself less when those mistakes do inevitably happen. And three, learn to keep going, stay cool, be in the mindset of it's not a big deal when you make an error and just keep moving forward. I hope that this episode helped you if you want to get interactive practice and you want to do deeper work when it comes to thinking on the spot so that you can Put this advice into action and get really good at this. You will love the Art of Speaking Up Academy. We spend a little over a month practicing speaking on the spot when we do the executive presence and the executive communication modules. And the reason we do that is because speaking and practicing is the best way to get better at thinking on the spot. It's not an intellectual thing that you can practice in your head. It's something that you have to go out and do. And if you want to get good at it and do it with me, You will probably love the Art of Speaking Up Academy, which is my group program where I support you in building confidence and developing a really effective communication style. You can learn more about the Art of Speaking Up Academy at justguzzitcoaching.com academy. And I recommend adding yourself to the waitlist, which ensures that as soon as I open up enrollment for the next cohort, you will be notified first. I will drop the link in the show notes Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I had so much fun recording this one. So thank you. And a quick reminder to join my newsletter and grab your access to my free resource library by heading over to jessgazitcoaching.com slash free resources. You are amazing. I know speaking on the spot is hard. I know it's scary. I know it's terrifying. I know that making mistakes can feel like a punch in the gut, but you can do it. Keep going, keep practicing, keep letting yourself be messy and you will figure it out. Have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.